Hi everyone, welcome to STEPS audio channel. We are very excited to share our content from STEPS events to learn all about the latest trends in startups, digital media, fintech, future tech, and wellness in emerging markets. You can find us on Enagami, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to your favorite channel and we hope you enjoy the content. I'm actually quite honored uh, to be on stage with you. Uh, it's the first time I've been on stage with a representative from a Decacorn. Uh, you guys are familiar with what a Decacorn is. Everybody's chasing the billion valuation, uh, which you guys got, uh, I think, a couple of years ago. And, uh, and just now, uh, you announced that you raised a billion at 40 billion valuation. So, uh, you know, big round of applause for that, huh? And uh, amazing, honestly. I Thank mean, I'm, I'm, holy shit. I mean, a billion dollars. <laughs> like, you've got a billion dollars in the bank. It's not like, woo, I'm chasing a billion valuation. Yeah. Um, so now, uh, you know, as a good little boy, I actually wrote down all my questions to make sure I don't miss anything. Sure. Um, so let's talk about the billion. I mean, come on, man. What are you going to do with that? Why do you deploy that much capital? So I want to look at it from two angles. One is from the corporate, the big wig angle. Yep. And one is from Mina. So, like, what's the play on the corporate? Is there a Web3 crypto? I know there is. You're going you're gonna to have to be honest with us. Um, and then in the Mina region, how are you deploying it? I know you're expanding. Where's the focus here? Great. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for having me, and thanks to the guys at STEP. Uh, so maybe just to give some context, uh, Checkout.com is a leading payments provider. We essentially enable digital merchants to accept payments all across the world and all across this part of the world. Um, our mission statement is to enable businesses and their communities to thrive in the new digital economy. Uh, yeah, so a billion is definitely a big number, uh, a lot of money, but there's a lot to do, right? If you look at payments, it's essentially trillions of dollars every single year, and the market keeps growing. There's uh, crypto, as you said, that's coming up. So we really see ourselves, as our CEO says, at chapter zero. So every day is a new day. We have a lot of growth to go and capture. And we're really not building for um, our IPO. We're not building for the next couple of years. We're building for the next 15 years, next 20 years. There's, there's tons of stuff that we have to go do. Um, so globally, we're looking at uh, new markets. Uh, U.S. is a big one for us, really expanding in U.S., um, expanding in uh, other places, new geographies, opening up new offices, new products as well. Uh, here in the MENA region, uh, Checkout.com is the leading payments provider. We've been here since 2014, so quite old now. Uh, really know the market well. We cover nine different countries. Wait, did you just say quite old? Quite old. Nine years. Right. I mean, the, in the fintech <laughs> world, that's, that's quite old. Right. Uh, and so uh, in the last year, we've actually doubled um, uh, headcount, and we plan to double headcount uh, again this year. Uh, so we're looking to grow to about um, uh, 100 uh, people. We have an office in Dubai. We are opening up a new office, a bigger office in Saudi, uh, doubling down in Saudi. Um, uh, Pakistan also has an office. And we're looking at opening up more offices in certain um, uh, countries and really like doubling, doubling down on our staff. BD, R&D, Yeah, so uh, pretty much the, like the way that we like to set up is that um, uh, every single country pretty much runs on its own. So we have sales, operations, uh, legal, marketing, finance, all the core functions to run the business. The actual stack is a cloud-based stack. Uh, but uh, in terms of all the other supporting functions, they are pretty much run from the country um, uh, that they're in. So just massive, massive uh, growth planned. Great. 
So next one, you know, since uh, March 2020, I think we all know that business has changed, right? The yeah. way that we, the way that we shop, the way that we uh, interact with each other has changed. Uh, my wife says if I don't get a delivery daily, I go through withdrawal symptoms. I don't know if she's still here, but yeah, it's it's okay. It used to be once a week. Now it's like once a uh, once a day. Um, so how has this changed? How has the business scenario changed in that in that sense? Um, the way business is conducted, and then how is payments playing into this? And then if 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 you could just let me know, because I know, I know there's a lot of transactions going online. If you could give us all a flavor of what sectors are you seeing really uh, pop? Yeah. So I think uh, most people don't realize that uh, if you live in this part of the world and if you're ordering a taxi, if you're getting food delivered, if you're ordering uh, grocery, if you're buying fashion, most of those payments are probably going through us, right? So thank you for your business, by the way. And you're very welcome. Yeah. So uh, look, so I think that COVID has been super uh, um, uh, interesting for us. So if you look at uh, MENA as a whole over maybe uh, a decade or so, digital payments were slowly um, uh, ramping up. We had some benefits like skipping over the desktop, everyone going uh, straight to their phones. But it was really COVID that gave us an amazing uh, trajectory behind it. So uh, we actually ran a survey and we saw that um, uh, right after COVID, and we saw that 53% of people who previously had not done shopping online actually started to shop online. And then we, we, uh, we saw that an additional, um, an additional 75% of people actually plan to shop more online. So what's happened is that um, in this region, uh, we have, a, uh, we have a culture that's very um, connected to going to a mall and shopping in a mall. And we also have a lack of trust when it comes to making a uh, digital payment. So there's a big cash um, uh, economy here. And what we saw during COVID is that customers were left with no choice but to shop online, to get their food online, groceries delivered online. And then the, the great thing is that many of our merchants provide such great um, uh, experiences that even after COVID uh, eased some of the um, uh, restrictions, consumers continue to buy on their phones and continue to shop with uh, digital payments. So the trajectory is definitely up. It hasn't gone back down. And we kind of uh, really think that this will kind of continue going forward. Awesome. So you guys, uh, speaking of this report, uh, so you had a report that came out that basically said that you identified that MENA and Pakistan yep. uh, are, <clears throat> are outperforming the adoption of emerging technologies compared to Europe. So the, the, the rest where we would think that uh, you know, the, this uh, technology would be more adopted. Um, can you give us a little bit more insight into this? Like, um, what's driving it? How is it different here? Why do you think this region is adopting faster than, say, European space? Yeah, sure. So when you think about a digital payment, you're thinking about a customer who goes and they pay with their credit card, debit card, um, a wallet. Um, uh, Apple Pay is uh, another very popular payment method in this part of the world. Um, and what's happened is that digital payments are how people pay today, and we, we really think that's how they're going to pay uh, tomorrow as well. So there's been a lot of drivers behind it. Number one is that if you look at the MENA region, you have the GCC, which has a very high disposable um, I, um, uh, income. So uh, people spend a lot of money online. And you have massive markets like uh, Saudi, Egypt, Pakistan, with just a very large population of people. They're very young. They're very digitally savvy. And they, are, they want these frictionless experiences. They really want convenience and uh, simplicity. I think that's one. The second thing is that we've kind of seen all morning that the venture capital 
uh, flow here is very high. There's been a lot of startups, a lot of um, uh, investments flowing in, not only investments from some of the players here, but global investors are now starting to look at Pakistan and Egypt and some of the other markets. So there's money flowing in to help these uh, companies scale. I think the third thing is that um, uh, regulators are really changing their approach. So uh, it's been quiet for some time, but over the last couple of years, if anyone's been in this region, we've seen that you know uh, in uh, Saudi Arabia with Sama here in this market, um, uh, Egypt as well, there's been a lot of new licensing frameworks, um, uh, regulatory frameworks that really uh, enable fintechs to basically uh, run businesses, to partner with banks, and really come up with brand new use cases for people to make payments. Off the record, is Apple Pay a client, or are they? So Apple Pay is a payment method that we okay. offer. Okay. Um, uh, Checkout was actually uh, one of the first players to enable um, uh, Apple Pay, and most of our merchants uh, uh, have that. It's just it's so easy to pay with, and you can just do a single click and just get through. Great. Um, so you've been here. <clears throat> so the company was launched in 2012. Yeah. You set up here in Mina in 2014, Correct. only two years later. Um, what were the challenges that the merchants, I mean, back in 2014 to now, right? Like, what are the challenges that the merchants are dealing with, and how has Checkout helped them overcome these challenges? A little bit of your sales pitch, like, this is your opportunity, please let us know. <laughs> how are you helping? Yeah, so uh, what Checkout.com does is that we essentially enable merchants to offer all the relevant payment methods for every local market through a single connection. It means that if you want to expand as a business into Saudi, we give you the local domestic network, um, Amada. If you want to go into Qatar, we support the um, a local payment schemes there, uh, Kuwait, Bahrain, Oman, same thing. Uh, um, uh, Egypt as well. Um, Afari is one of the most uh, requested uh, payment methods that we're actually uh, supporting. So the idea is that um, whenever uh, the, uh, each individual country in MENA, while it's exciting, gets a lot more exciting when you have the opportunity to scale across. Because there's a lot of similar um, uh, characteristics in all these different um, uh, countries. So what, what we essentially do is checkout.com is we essentially abstract all of the confusing parts because payments is a very complex business. If, uh, if a consumer lands on your app or comes to your website and they want to make a payment, if that payment fails, you've essentially lost marketing dollars and a bunch of investments. So we, we want to make sure that you get a successful payment every single time and that you don't have to worry about all of the um, uh, legal stuff that goes around setting up uh, a local company, figuring out how to configure your payments and connect to the domestic banks and all that kind of stuff. So we essentially abstract uh, much of that stuff, helping our merchants scale um, uh, across this part of the world. And uh, as of late, we've had a lot of merchants who have expanded uh, through us into um, uh, Singapore, the States, and uh, many, many other places. Okay. Are you enabling the, <clears throat> sorry, the buy now, pay later sort of yeah, so, um, ecosystem? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I'm not sure if people here know, but uh, Checkout was actually led the largest Series A, uh, which was into um, uh, Tamara, which is uh, a leading buy now, pay later company here. Uh, Tamara is uh, really exciting. We definitely love to uh, partner with these guys. Uh, in the last year, they've actually onboarded a thousand clients. That was in Saudi, right? Uh, Saudi and here also Saudi, in the UAE. Okay. And uh, they've done, um, they're doing 75% a month um, uh, growth. So just like tremendous amounts of growth. And buy now, pay later is super exciting because number one for the consumer, uh, it really gives them, it really builds uh, trust in a part of the world where customers want to receive uh, physical good before they commit to making the full uh, payment amount. And then for the um, uh, merchant side, it really helps drive their top line. Okay, great. 
Um, <clears throat> so uh, also, so in early days, obviously, as, a, as any startup, I guess yep. in 2012, uh, <laughs> it's hard to talk to you guys about, or talk about you as a startup, but um, in those early days, obviously, getting the big names on board is, is critical. Uh, now you've got the billion rays behind you. Um, you know, I, I'm just, it's a follow-on under this, like, more, because we're here sponsored by the Entrepreneurial Nation, right? Startups, startups need these payment gateways, you know, and it's hard because there's a lot of little startups and they're very, you know, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. Trust me. Yeah, I know. And 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 so, <clears throat> but are you guys opening a track for startups? Are you enabling this, making it easier for them, <clears throat> lowering the bar, the hurdle to get into using you? Yeah. So look, um, we see ourselves as the fintech of fintechs. So most of the fintechs in this part of the world actually do process payments um, are through us whether that be a traditional fintech, a uh, crypto company as well. Um, uh, and it's just because um, uh, what Checkout.com does really well is that the actual stack that we have is really uh, cutting edge. There's no one in this region who provides something of the similar um, uh, quality. Um, and, you know, and, and that's one of the interesting things that we've seen. So if you look at merchants in this part of the world and um, uh, startups also, they kind of really went from thinking about payments as a cost center to a revenue driver. So just they have a lot of um, uh, elevated thought in terms of really demanding the best service. They, uh, they really want data. They really want the ability to like, leverage their payments uh, to, to actually capture more customers and to grow that business. And this is some of the changes that we've seen. So to answer your question, we definitely support uh, fintechs. We support startups. Uh, and many of them are actually uh, working with us today across the region. Awesome. Um, Look, I'm going to skip one. If we have a chance to come back to it, I will. But um, what I'm curious about is, is, I mean, we look, it doesn't matter how volatile the markets are now. Yeah. In cryptocurrencies, uh, probably if I asked who has invested in cryptocurrencies, half the room will raise their hands. But um, look, it's, it's part of the new digital economy, the future, right? Like cryptos are going to be there. Yep. Um, so I presume you guys have built the rails basically from fiat into the different cryptocurrencies that are available. What's, what else is there? What else are you guys looking to play in? Um, I, I, I don't know if, you ha if the technology will enable it, but will you be able to you know, drive the actual purchase of an NFT directly on the Ethereum blockchain? Or like, where is this going? Okay. Uh, so I was actually doing a uh, panel earlier, and I was, I was sharing with everyone that um, uh, Checkout actually does process for uh, many crypto and web, web3 companies. We actually process for uh, the exchanges and the platforms that, that do 80% of today's global crypto volume. So we are 80%? 80%. So we are the number one leader when it comes to this, right? And uh, what we do is we essentially bridge from web2 to web3 enabling customers to use traditional fiat or dollars on their cards and in exchange uh, get uh, crypto. And crypto can mean you know, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, stable coins, uh, CBDCs, which are sort of also coming. So we are very bullish on the space. Uh, we think this is where the uh, world is going next. Um, so uh, we don't actually allow customers to pay with crypto. But that's something that merchants are definitely asking us about because there's a, there's a lot of value in crypto and customers want to spend with their uh, crypto now as, as well. Um, so we definitely have a long pipeline of stuff that's coming. Uh, we're talking about potentially settling merchants in uh, stable coins, making it easier for crypto platforms, crypto startups to actually get uh, crypto instead of being sent dollars and then converting that. Uh, and there's, there's a bunch of stuff that we're planning in this space. 
Awesome. Well, we look forward to see what you guys are coming to market with. Thank you. Um, our time is up, and the half German in me is like obviously starting to panic because uh, we have to stay on time. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. And uh, really, really appreciate your time and you, the Jerry. therapy session. I hope it was as good for you <laughs> as it was for me. Thank you, everyone, and Thank a big you. round of applause for Mo and the team. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find our content on Anagami, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Follow us on social media at Step Conference, and let's stay in touch.